0: You're
1: listening to the Two-Minute Time Lord.
0: This is Chip with the Two-Minute Time Lord podcast, and I'm completing my run of uh, chick Time Lord's contributors by speaking to...
1: Lynn Thomas. I'm the co-editor of chick Time Lord's and the first editor on the book, so um, I'm the person who's probably responsible for the larger portion of putting the book together.
0: I am going to editorialize a little bit. I think this is a really important book. I started reading it last night, and um, if there's one thing I don't like about um, fandoms, it's whether it's comics or Doctor Who, it's the potential for it to be a boys' club. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, what the, the sort of message behind uh, Chick Stick Time Lord and all these essays.
1: Well, the message really is that there isn't one right way to be a fan. And so one of the things we ended up doing, the the idea actually originated with Tara O'Shea, the other co-editor, who came up with the title um, based on a T-shirt that she had made up for herself for a Gallifrey convention several years ago. And um, she looked around in fandom and saw a lot of folks who seemed to think that there weren't any women in fandom. And she thought, but I've been here for years, and that sort of was the genesis of the book. I was brought into the project uh, in 2008 to help Tara out bit and so you know when you bring additional people into the project uh, it changes its tone a little bit because every time you add a you know you add a cook to the soup and the soup changes flavor Um, and so what ended up happening was that it became a discussion of all of the different ways that women participate in fandom some that are quite visible like say costuming and some that are not as visible like creating videos or writing fan fiction um, or uh, running conventions so those are some of the activities that are documented we also have some folks who are women who enjoy Doctor Who but who are not part of formalized fandom they're not convention goers but um, they are working writing professionals uh, published authors award winning Hugo and Mythopoeic award winning authors as well as uh, some best selling authors um, who also happen to be fans of the series uh, who we invited to contribute as well and bless her Carol Barrowman John's big sister uh, graciously also uh, agreed to give us an essay talking about what it was like to watch her little brother get shot by a Dalek
0: I, w- I love that essay. I've been, I've had the chance to uh, mop around uh, throughout uh, so many different voices. It's not, uh, you're not trying to make a blanket statement about women in Doctor Who. You're trying to reveal a lot of different parts of the puzzle.
1: I think that's very much what we're trying to do. I think that um, when you when you end up trying to make statements about women in fandom do this and men in fandom do that, you end up painting things with a very broad brush. And while some of it may be true, a lot of it's not. And people participate in fandom in the ways that are most comfortable for them. So what we tried to do was to get sort of a wide swath and to sort of look at the different ways that people express their love for a series. Um, Which, you know, ranges from just buying the DVDs and watching it over and over at home to making costumes that come as close to what you see on screen as possible, to gathering together with friends, to passing it along from mother to daughter uh, in in the same way that people pass along their sports fandoms, for instance. So uh, in many cases, particularly with Doctor Who as a family show, one of the things that we saw as an emerging theme um, in some of the essays is the the idea of passing fandom along uh, from husband to wife, from from. Uh, mother to daughter, uh, between siblings. Uh, So there are a lot of different ways that people come into fandom and people experience fandom. And so we tried to sort of Demonstrate all of those different ways. Um, Tara always said that what she wanted was this book to be the sort of thing where, when someone said to you, "What is this Doctor Who fandom thing? I don't really get it," you could hand them this book and say, "These are all of the different ways that you can be a fan and enjoy this series, and have a little bit of something for everyone." And you know, some folks do hard edge critique of the series, and and you know, they know their their episode numbers and all of that as well. There's there are plenty of female fans who are in it for the minutia, in the same way that we assume that male fans are. Um, but this is a book that we hope will appeal to lots and lots of people, regardless of their gender identity, because it documents a lot of really wonderful ways to include fandom.
0: Some people might ask, uh, who, who, wouldn't, no, who wouldn't normally pick up a book entitled Chick Dig Time Ward, why, with all of the different diversity that you're talking about, why, why a book specifically about the female experience, since there is no one female experience?
1: Well, I think that's largely because, um, and I'm basing this on, you know, going into my dining room where my husband has a large collection of uh, Doctor Who nonfiction. It's one of the things he specializes in as a collector. I married into fandom. I didn't start as a fan, uh, so I'm a convert, which, of course, is always the most zealous member of the movement. Um, And... uh, Looking around our dining room, which holds his collection, there aren't a lot of women writing about their experiences in a way that is in a published form. I mean, there are women who ran fanzines in the 1980s, but those are often difficult to come by. And for all of the folks who are coming into the new series uh, and experiencing that fandom as their entree, it's good for them to have a history of the whole fandom because there was a very vibrant fandom, particularly in the 1980s in the United States. Um, And this is, you know, this is admittedly a fairly U.S.-centric book because, well, the bulk of our contributors are either Americans or expat Brits who live in the U.S., Uh, we tried for more British contributors, but unfortunately they had to gracefully decline for, you know, scheduling reasons and things like that. So, you know, we tried to get a lot more of the British perspective, but we have fan writers and um, fans of the series from three different continents. So it's, we're trying very hard to be inclusive but I really don't think there's anything else out there like this book. I couldn't think of another example that thought that talked specifically about the female experience in fandom. And this isn't meant to be monolithic. We hope that it inspires other people to talk about their fandom experiences as well. Um, and so that it doesn't become the only example. You know, But there really wasn't anything out there like this. This is the kind of book where when I first met my husband ten years ago entering into fandom and was trying to wrap my head around all, you know, going to conventions and, and costuming and vids and fan fiction and critiquing the series and all of the different ways that people express their fandom. Uh, when I was trying to understand that, I really would have liked to have had a book like this to help, to help give me a snapshot. And so that's what this book ended up becoming.
0: My last question for you is, how proud are you of Chick-Stick, Time Woods?
1: I am so very proud of this book. Um, I, I, I'm a librarian by trade, and I often joke that there's something in this book to offend everyone, uh, which is a, a, a riff on the fact that most librarians talk about there being something in their collection to offend everyone. That's how you know you've done your job in terms of committing to the diversity of the collection. I hope that people find something that they love in it. I love the whole book to pieces. I don't agree with everything that's in the book, and that's part of the beauty of it, is that, you know, there are, there are essays where... Uh, the, the interpretation or the critique is something I disagree with, per se, um, just because I build my fandom differently in my head. I'm, I'm someone who is a fan of the Seventh Doctor and Ace, for instance. That's my Doctor, at least until David Tennant in the new series. Um, and, you know, there are lots of Tom Baker fans in there who don't like the McCoy era at all, but the wonderful thing about this series is that our fandom is big enough to include everyone. Um, I, I joke that our fandom is bigger on the inside, and I think that's actually quite true.
0: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Chickstige Time Lords, available March 15th through great booksellers everywhere.
0: And I've read it and it's wonderful. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Jeff.
0: And that's your 2 Minute Time Lord podcast, a time dilation interview for the Gallifrey 1 convention. You can find me on the web at twominutetimelord.com on iTunes. I'm on Twitter at numeral 2 Minute Time Lord and Facebook numeral 2 Minute Time Lord.